about his crazy night. Whoa, that's your intro? That's yes. gonna be your intro. You, you didn't even you just said the name, but you didn't say like what, this is our show or Well they should know at this <laughs> point what we're about. Well, it is another late night recording. It's September now. <sighs> we are in the start of Hong Kong's mid autumn festival. Even though it's not mid autumn, it's still technically summer. It's still early. It's still okay, I okay, instead of talking about Vince's weekend, let's talk about my weekend. So, <laughs> I just came back from a junk boat party, which is a boat party. They take you out into the open water on a boat. That is it a yacht? I don't know. It's it's a boat. It's pretty much a yacht party for, it's poor, a yacht for poor people. For poor people, yeah. because it's not big. <laughs> um, I mean, I did pay a hefty amount for my standards. It was six hundred fifty Hong Kong dollars, which I found out was about eighty three USD at first. When I found out I was paying that much, I freaked out. I was like, is is this a big mistake? No, it was not. It was not a mistake at all. It was totally if, worth if it. If someone had told you, like, the price of that boat party in U.S. dollars, like, oh, to go to I this... I would have said no. To, yeah, yeah to, to, yeah. to go to this party, you have to pay 80 bucks. Would you have said yes? Or is it... But do you feel like that we're shielded from... We're shielded from, like, the actual, the actual value of it because we don't consider Hong Kong dollars to be worth as much. So if they say, oh... It, anything less than a thousand Hong Kong dollars is doable. Yeah, because my math is still terrible. So when people say something's five hundred Hong Kong dollars, I still don't really know how much that is. You're like, oh, that might be that might be. $40. Anywhere from forty to sixty dollars, you yeah. know. So I'm like, it's probably forty dollars. <laughs> I'll take that. But yeah, so it was six fifty, and I was like, six fifty. I know eight hundred dollars is about a hundred US, right? So I was like, six fifty not a hundred dollars totally worth it and then when i was doing my you know spreadsheet budget whatever thingy i had to calculate and i was like oh i'm paying 83 dollars and when you say it like that that sounds like wow 83 dollars that's not some chunk change no that's a lot of money um it was it was so worth it first of all i didn't know like i had invited like three people four people to come and they all bailed at the last minute and i only knew the host of the party so I was like, great, I'm going to be stranded with a bunch of strangers on a boat in the middle of nowhere. That's like one of my, not nightmares, but an, like a situation I don't want to be in. You had mentioned you were kind of like nervous about that. So you didn't know anyone. Did you like mingle? Were you like in mingle mode? Unfortunately, I was not in mingle mode. I really wanted to be in mingle mode. But so on Friday, we had um, our roller derby like show. And I had put all my, like all my social energy into that event so i was like work because i had to work the doors and stuff so i was like yeah like really hyped up for it and by the end of the evening i was i was done i was exhausted you only have so much social energy to give out yeah and i was like okay i know i'm gonna go to this thing this now bunch of strangers you know on sunday so i'm gonna spend all saturday kind of resting up for it which is more or less what i did but um yeah, I went and I was like, I still like when we got to the dock to meet everyone, I was like, first when it was like three people, I was like, oh, hi, you know, whatever. And then when more people started to come, I like just stood there. I couldn't bring myself to walk over and like say hi to people. I just 
was like petrified and I just stood there awkwardly and I was like, okay, um, I'm just gonna stand, I'm just gonna stand here and like stare at nothing. And that's exactly what I did <laughs> for half an hour. And then, um, and I, cause I knew once we got on the boat. Just looking at the ocean. Like, no, 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 I was like looking at facing, wall. yeah, I was basically facing like an aimless direction. It was, I was pretty embarrassed, but I was like, you know, I, I don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do. That so, wasn't mutually awkward. That was just, that, you. Was, that just was me. That was solo awkward. That was, yes. <laughs> And but, but I knew that once we got on the boat and there's food and people do their own activities, it's it'd be, it'd be fine. And that's exactly what happened. So I didn't really mingle that much, but I had told my friend beforehand, I was like, this is going to be a chill trip for me. Like, because I had the option of wakeboarding and I already declined it because I was like, first of all, I had, to, I had to pay a bunch of money for it. So I was like, that's not happening. And also like water sports, it like they, they stress me out. So I did get in the water, though, which is a first for me. I normally never jump into the water. I have this fear of jumping into like, things. Like, so you jumped into like the middle of the ocean? Like, I, I didn't jump into it. I, like, climbed down into the water. <laughs> but guess what? I got stung by jellyfish, you know? So it's like yeah. I, w I was adventurous that day. And Whoa, whoa. So did they... Like, I know I saw this episode of Friends once where Monica got um, stung by it jellyfish. Wasn't, it wasn't, like, intense and jellyfish. Did they have to, and on Friends, when she got stung by jellyfish, Chandler and Joey had to pee on her leg. It wasn't that intense. Did, you, did anyone pee on No, her? no one peed on me because it was basically, like... Because I was told there's jellyfish in the water. I've seen jellyfish in the water and stuff. Not this time, You have but, a scar on your leg? No, no, no. It was very light, but it's kind of, like, annoying. Like, you're just kicking around and you're just, like, you know, something, like stings your foot like multiple a tentacle, times. A tentacle. yeah because like, it kind of they're just drifting you know and so i was like okay i don't want to be in the water for too long but oh at one point so everyone was so at one point and this was like an introvert's paradise so i was in the water kind of swimming around this is like right in the beginning and everyone so half the group split up they were like okay we're gonna swim to the beach and the beach was pretty far away and I was like, yeah, if I do that, I'm, I'll, of course, be the last one, you know. It's going to be tiring for me and it just doesn't look fun to swim to the beach. Like, I want to be in the water. And then the other group, they went wakeboarding. So there was this, like, giant inflatable mattress, like, in, like that the boat was pulling along. And um, I struggled to get on it in the beginning. It was It's hard to get on it from the water. So when everyone left, like, pretty much everyone left and it was just me. And I, like, managed to, like, climb onto the thing and I basically took a one-hour nap, like, by myself, no one around me. It was, like, it was awesome. And I was like, this is this is how I want to spend this junk trip, like, by myself, you know? And I imagined that I had this whole boat to myself, which so I kind of did. Was everyone, so everyone went swimming, like, the entire boat was yours? Yeah, but, I mean, I was on the, this floating mattress the whole oh, time okay. because I was, I could have, I actually brought your um, book, Seconds, to read on the boat, but I ended up just falling asleep on the mattress. And then when everyone started, head, I could see them coming back. I was like, oh, fine. I just like, got, got back on the boat. And then they, they were basically, like, right when we got in, they were serving us food, like, platters of food. They made lunch. It was, like, oh, and then it was so good. And they were just handing us drinks. And, like, and if you're in the water, they'll throw you these, like, um, mixed drinks, these cocktails they've made, you know. And it was, it was yeah, it was great. And I remember I took, I took like three naps and at one point, so I was like sleeping on top of the boat and I woke up and the guy, the server was like here and it was like a whole plate of chocolate brownies. I was like, wow, Damn. that's amazing. I just wake up and you have like brownies for me. So, um, yeah, it's definitely totally worth it. It was um, by far the best junk trip, but I think mostly because 
everyone who went, they mo- they just wanted to relax. Yeah, sounds like a good. That sounds like not a bit a pretty good jump. Yeah. Yeah, except for the fact that I'm I'm now like burnt. I'm like burnt, <laughs> and I'm I'm really burnt. disappointed in myself because I don't know. I never so I always I never go out on the beach. You know, I never go to the beach. Never get a tan. I like to tan, but it's just annoying to me. So when I, I guess when I do tan, I go all out, <laughs> so I get really burnt. So um yeah. Nice. Well, my weekend. I have a couple things to talk about here. Oh. Okay, so let's talk about Friday. Friday, Paige, Paige put up, Paige and her roller derby girls put on this show, a metal show. Oh, to, I didn't even talk about to, that to raise mo- Oh, I'll tell it. My, this is more my story. So, <laughs> from my point of view. Okay, I worked. <laughs> so yeah, Paige and her roller derby girls put on this um, music gig with a couple local bands um, to raise money for. I roller guess derby, roller yeah. derby stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the money was for. General it's, money. Just so we can things. at least we can play games and, <laughs> and drugs and cocaine and yeah, party. all that stuff. Yeah. And so it was metal bands. Uh, metal is not my musical genre of choice, but you know, since moving to Hong Kong, I've been going to metal shows, and they are fucking fun. They are amazing. Yes. And I went to this show. Um, as soon as I got there, I jumped into the crowd. Um, not much, not much of a pit, but there was a pit. Um, so I moshed. It was pretty good. I'm glad it wasn't too crazy because I was only wearing sandals. Um, it was really, yeah, it was a good show. The bands were really good. One of the bands we had seen a couple times. Shepherds of the Week. I love them. Shepherds of the Week. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. They're fun. Yeah. I love it. I just love how they sing. and like, Yeah. They have such a good time. And um, the show was good. So after the, after the gig, though, we went to Wan Chai, which is Hong Kong's red light district. There's like... There's like hookers all over the streets trying to pull men inside like their literally, cars. Literally, because well, when I was with you, we were walking. And I guess I haven't been there that late, especially on a Friday night. They were literally tapping men on like the shoulders. And I was like, whoa, I just didn't know yeah. that happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. So Wan Chai is a notorious um, red light district. Also a clubbing scene where all like your friends go went club. Like the other derby it's, girls. It's like, I would. it's a weird clubbing scene though, because it's not like... Because I'd rather go to LKF, you know what I mean? Cause well, because LKF's not a red light district. It's, yeah. It's more pure clubbing. Yeah, so this is kind of the seedy mix. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just not but we went to get pancakes. We hung out there at um, Flying Pan, which is like the Hong Kong version of Danny's, but shittier. Well, better because the food's better, but they don't sell, but they don't have fries. like French French fries, which fuck them for that. So we went there. It was it was good. Um, you went home. And um, I was actually, and I was thinking I was going to meet up my friend for karaoke. But then she, my friend was like, oh, she actually wanted to hang out in Wan Chai with me. So we were like texting back and forth saying, what should we do? So while waiting, I went to the only bar that I like in Wan Chai called The Wanch, which is kind of like um, this indie old, it's like an indie bar for old people. And there's like movie posts of old Hong Kong movies there. It's, like, it's kind of like, I, reali- I realized that night that that bar is like the anti Wan Chai scene. Because... I've never been there that late before. I was there. I was like, I was like almost two a.m. So there was this met this old band, this old local cover band playing like metal, like hard rock, hard rock classics, and the bar was full of old, mainly British people in their fifties plus, two random local guys who were like in their twenties, so two Chinese guys, um, a couple of guys like other like like people our age there, but mainly older people that were foreigners, and these and this old band and this band was just rocking out. And um, and I, I was just I was just amazed. At one point, 
like this this really large British lady just starts dancing in the middle, and they start playing Highway to Hell. Highway to Hell. But oh, the owner of the you know the owner of the watch. It's like this long haired. Um, local guy. Mm-hmm. He's really fucking cool. He let us put our zine there back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, really, and he starts singing, and she just starts busting out with an air guitar. I was loving it. I was like, wow. And it's like, I love how this. I, I was like, I'm loving being here right now because I feel like I'm in this this weird other dimension. This bar in the middle of like like CD Club Central, and this bar is like full of mis like outsiders and misfits. Just hanging out, like losing their shit, and so the the old lady is air guitaring. There's this there's like sixty something year old British guy. He's like dancing really badly, doing the doing this loose, and the two local guys in their twenties they just bust out dancing together. <laughs> like, and then the lady who was air guitaring, she she sees this old Chinese guy who's at the end, just really old Chinese guy. Maybe he was like in his eighties or seventies. And he's like, no, and she starts pulling him. He really goes to the door. She thinks he ran. So she looks at me and kind of throws her arms up. Like, oh, I guess he didn't want to party. But he just went back to like put his beret down or something. He his comes, beret. Yeah, so he comes, he comes back and they just start swinging like together, like dancing in the middle of the bar, <laughs> losing their shit. It was fucking, it was fucking rad. Like, I think it's cool that, um, it's, it really is like, cause I think one shot, cause people still live there. I mean. You know, there's. I know a lot of people went up moving there. I think because it's convenient. Yeah. So it's like for it being this completely like trashy, like seedy area. There's this tiny pocket where it's kind of just like people are there just to enjoy their time. Like, you know, just really enjoy themselves. Not to say people aren't enjoying themselves outside of it, but you know, there. I mean, I mean yeah. there are, but in, the, in their way that like in, their, in a different in way. a different way. Yeah. 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 But yeah, and the, and the watch is like this weird, awkward pocket where it's just completely different. Yeah. Like it really, it, like it is kind of. Like, I was almost gonna say like it doesn't belong there, but it does because it. it, it like for people like me who. I'm not it needs to. It's almost like it needs to belong there because it's like the balance. Yeah. Like you know, it has to. There's like an order to things, and if it wasn't there, watch would just be this like. You know, I don't know what it would be, but that kind of just keeps it like you know together. Yeah! 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 Mm-hmm. Anyway, my friend was getting was taking too long to text me back, so I was like, I'm just, I, I just decided to walk home, mm. um, and so sat, so that was really I was like, it was just a night full of metal and hard rock, yeah. like yeah, that's like two musical genres that aren't my main thing, but it was awesome. Good Friday night, um, Saturday, I went to the Hong Kong Film Archive. Uh, I went with another friend. We went to go see this Hong Kong movie from 1950-something called The Three Smiles. Um, have you heard of it? Nope. It was like my first Chinese musical that i ever seen. It's a musical. Yeah, I didn't okay. know it was a musical, but it was like classical Chinese... Wait, the way they sang was like classical Chinese opera, so it's like, you know how that weird instrument? Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was kind of a comedy um, about this girl who gives it's this guy three smiles, and he starts pursuing her... And like, and like, I mean, it, the movie makes it seem like he's this really go-getter romantic guy, but mm-hmm. in reality, he's a fucking stalker. Like, <laughs> it was also the 50s. Yeah. Well, it's, and it took, it was a period piece too. So it okay. took place like in old, old days. But it was, a, it was an alright movie. I gave it three stars. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, I met up with my other friend, um, who likes, we, we went karaoke two weeks ago. So, mm-hmm. so she always likes to hang out on Moncock. I saw all um, your pictures on Instagram. What a night. So we ended up, first of all, we, she was like, you know, like, first of all, I didn't realize that 
I was like, if you wanted to hang out that night, but it turned out that like, that was our final night hanging out because she's always traveling. Oh, so she's so, leaving too. Well, she always travels uh-huh. like for work. So like, and like she's gonna be gone the next time by the time I'm I'm uh-huh. here. So like, so I was like, oh shit, I'm glad I made it. Yeah. So she's like, how about we like go see a psychic? Have you never seen a psychic mm-hmm. before? So we actually went to the part of Hong Kong where all the psychics have their little stalls, mm-hmm. and um, I got my so I got my palm read, uh-huh. and um. What they say? What they say? So she did the tarot cards, uh-huh. and they're and they're like, "All right, um, do read do a reading about someone like you have you like right now." So I I just said, "All right, how about the girl from um the girl in Austin?" Wait, wait, she said do a reading. Yeah. Oh, she asked, yeah. "What do you want to be? What yeah. do you want?" Yeah, to be? yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, like I always said, psychics are fucking bullshit. They no, they are really good at reading people. Not. Predicting yeah, that, well, that's, that's what, but they're both. They, yeah. That's how they get your money. That's what I was telling my friend. Yeah, um, that's why I don't. I don't pay. But, but she was telling me, oh, pretty much, you're not trying hard enough. I'm like, what? I, hello, I just went to Korea to see her. Like, how? <laughs> how is that not trying hard enough? Oh, and also, like, oh, she likes you, but there's things keeping you apart. Like, it's like she's, yeah, it's like yeah, because she's in Austin. It's obvious, and I'm it's here. obvious thing. And, and then like, I could tell her story was falling apart. Cause like, oh, because oh, and so my friend, because she, the, the psychic only spoke Cantonese. So my friend, who's like Canadian, oh, she, Hong Kong, well, she, she, was tra- trans- she, she was translating. Uh-huh. She's like, she asked, oh, um, she's asking, did you guys meet on a, like, cause I told her, oh, we met abroad. Oh, did you meet on a business trip? It's like, no, this was five years ago. I was like a student still. So it wasn't really. How much did you pay? Uh, 80 bucks. Okay, it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, 80 bucks. My sister once paid 60 US for a shitty reading. Yeah. That my I, mom made her go. I actually so I wanted to like leeway this into your experience with psychics yeah, yeah. because, because like, you apparently, I, I was going for like shits and giggles, like, hey, hey, let's go see it because I could like make fun of her afterwards. But you actually went because your mom wanted my your actual, mom, she wanted to know your future. My my family, I think, I thought about this long and hard afterwards, and I realized because, so Asian, at least in my family's culture, um, sorry, I'm like sick, <laughs> so tired. Um, my, in my family's culture, I think, and I think Chinese culture in general, like, you don't see therapists you don't see you don't see therapists you know they don't really think of um i guess psychics are cheaper than therapists no no no. they just don't believe in therapists and i realized which is funny because other people don't believe in psychics and i realized psychics are their forms they're therapists because they would like they usually go to psychics when something shitty is happening usually if it's like a a marriage is falling apart and, uh, or stuff, stuff like that, you know, where you need somebody to talk to, basically. And the psychic would, will give you advice. And if you think about it, it's pretty much like a therapist. You know, she's, because they're, they're kind of like talking to her. They're telling her their problems and the therapist, I mean, the psychic kind of, they, I'm going to assume they're out of the greater good or whatever. They're, they're trying to help this person along. But they also charge a shitload of money, and it's like based on. And I just feel like it's based on just. I, I think they charge more in the states because in Hong Kong, everyone takes yeah. out psychics. So it's like it's got it. at least like a hundred US. Yeah. And um, Fuck. so I was forced to go to one when I was eighteen years old because I was in a really bad relationship, and my grandma and my mom were like, "What are we gonna do?" They're like, "Take take Paige to see a psychic," you know, because. Because the psychic will tell her. She'll know. She'll know the truth. And so I went, and the thing is, and it was interesting because at that time when I was, so I've, I feel like I've been, I've become, I've been so many people in this life 
time in the sense where I was like not the same person I was now. I'm the impossible girl. There's a million different versions of me. All it is. This fucking true. Because I, so back then I was still, I was very impressionable. I was very gullible. And I, I, I kind of believed in those things, but I wasn't sure. So we went to see the psychic and um, they told me, I mean, honestly, why would you like, so, okay. So I went there and I was like, oh my God, everything was basically super accurate. You know, like she knew that I was having boyfriend problems. My mom didn't prompt her or anything like that. And, you know, and my boyfriend, like, like he smokes pot and he, he's a bad person, blah, 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 blah. And, um, all this shit. And I was like, oh shit, like, how does she know? You know, and over, and I took notes cause she told me to take notes. I was like, all right, I'm taking notes, you know? And later when I was reviewing the notes and as the years went on, I realized she's just so like, she's they're just... really good. They're intuitive people. I mean, they, they, it is a gift in the sense they're so good at it. They can make money off of it, you know? Yeah. Cause they just tell you obvious things. Like, and I know she's observing me. Cause she said, oh, they're reading you. They're it, judging you right now. Yeah, she, they're just so yeah, good at judging Like the second told me, oh, like you like her, but you're not sure if you're a hundred percent, if you want to be with her. Of course she's looking at me. I'm a guy in my twenties. And, yeah. I'm, I'm, and I have feelings for girls in a different country. Obviously, I obviously I'm not put. That's I'm, obviously kinda, I'm keeping my options open a little bit. That's like, what. So for my experience, that's because it's like okay, why would your okay, why would parents be like take their eighteen year old daughter to see a psychic? Is it for school? Maybe, but they're so desperate about it. You know, it must be. It must be a guy. Like, what else could it be? It must be a bad guy, you know? Like, so it's just everything she was saying. And she'll say, like, I see uh, what, the name David. And I was like, oh, that's his English name. But she was, if she had said his Chinese name, that would have been fucking impressive. You know what I mean? But because he, he didn't even go by that name. That was just his English name that he never used. So it's like if he, she had said his full name, it would have been like, oh, fuck, you're the real deal. And she would bust out all these other names or letters. And at, and when you're in that mode, because the thing is, they the, the the way they read you, it's like if you want to be read, then it's like you guys are like syncing up, you know, and that's how they get you because you're believing everything. You're eating that shit up and they know it. So they're like, all right, they're just feeding you shit, you know? That's why once you realize, like, this is bullshit, her, her story is falling apart, then you're like, you know, she can't. I, I think I could tell, like, my psychic was, like, kind of, like, like, she wasn't in control. I would, every time my friend would translate, I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, I was kind of like, I was being smug about it. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, right? I like, yeah. And I was like, I even, at one point, I was even, I, one point I was like, oh, like you, like, you haven't made it obvious that you like her. I'm like, ah, I don't think that's quite accurate. <laughs> like, ah. So for my sister, so what happened? So my mom, she sees psychics all, like different kinds of psychics, past life psychics, like past. current life psychics. I don't know. So we had this one psychic that my grandma was seeing all the time. And um, my sister was having, I don't know, I guess career problems. So my mom urged her to see the psychic. So she's like, fine, you know, just because my mom wants me to do it. And my sister clearly didn't want to be read. She didn't want to be there. And the woman didn't really, because she, like, she and my grandma were, like, like buddies, you know, because they've been, they had this relationship for so many years. So she already knew everything about your sister then? No, she, I don't think so, because my grandma didn't really talk about it. It was more about her problems and stuff. So when my sister was there, the woman was just like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, you want to be this, you want, I forgot what she said, but it was basically everything she said was wrong. And my sister was like, no, no. And she's like, oh, well, yeah, like basically stuff like try harder, blah, blah, blah. In the end, it was like $60, you know, 60 US. And so it's just like, 
My sister was, well, she was pissed because she had to pay for that shit, you know? Oh, your, your grandma made your sister pay no, for it? No, my mom. Your, your, so your mom made your sister pay for her? Yes. Like, I, okay, I was thinking this whole time that your mom was paying no. for No, and so, so well, for my psychic, she paid for that because I was like 18. My sister was like, this is, well, she was old or someone was like, you need to go see this, pay. And yeah, so that in itself, you're like, God, what a scam. Like she, you know, what a scam, right? Yeah. Like it's just... It's, f- yeah. it's funny because we always say how our moms are kind of really similar, mm-hmm. but on the psychic level, because my mom's a super conservative Christian, so she thinks psychics are evil. That, she doesn't, she doesn't, like, I just think, I just think, oh, psychics are frauds. Uh-huh. She'll think that's evil, dark powers. Like, they're, I feel like they have no power. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have, they're <laughs> not evil, but, but it's. I told you how once, did I ever tell you how once the church that we were raised in, uh, the youth pastor pulled this aside. I, I think my friends and I, we were kids. We were playing with Pokemon cards. He's like, yeah, you like, you guys like Pokemon, huh? Well, I gotta tell you, like, I don't like Pokemon because there's Pokemon who are psychic. And psychic, that's not real power. And psychic, is, it's, it's evil. And just, I just don't think Pokemon is good because they're psychic Pokemon. <laughs> and, like, and I'm just thinking, but Pokemon's not real. <laughs> like, like there's fire Pokemon and, like, yeah. you know? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... I just don't, I just don't feel like... Um, I'd pay for that. Like, if you want to do a fun reading on me, sure, for free. I'm not, you know, because I found out in, like, Turkish culture, they do, like, tea readings and stuff. So, um, my friend, her friend would often do their readings, like, obviously for fun, you know? And that's kind of, that's, all right, just tell me some shit, you know? And that's fun. But it's, like, once they start charging you, then it's, like, you're you're just a scam artist. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's why when I see, um... The sidekicks on in Hong Kong, and it's kind. Of, it is a kind of a novelty to go see them and stuff. Although I have friends who are like, and my mom, and everyone's like, don't see those sidekicks because they use dead babies and talk to ghosts and blah, 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 whatever, right? But already I'm just like, no, I don't want to do that because it just brings back all these memories I have with psychics. So I've had that experience. I don't need this like you know novelty, waste my money and time. I don't even like. I don't. I hate talking to strangers. So yeah. that's the last thing I need. The only good psychic that I ever liked was Miss Cleo. She's cool. Yeah, well, I looked at her, I looked at, you remember her commercials? All right, she had that Jamaican accent. Yeah. Hey, I, I'll play it, I'll put it on the podcast. I'm Miss Cleo, I call Miss Cleo, call me anytime. I was like, I love Miss Cleo. My favorite psychic is Alakazam. The Pokemon? Yes. Okay, I was like, wait, who's that? <laughs> right, yeah. Um, and I'll, like, you know, probably a year ago, I would have bought that, like, bought, like, I would not have, like, totally went to see a psychic. I think this podcast is like, you know what? I'll do it for the podcast. No, it's, yeah, making, it's making lately, you try I have, things. Yeah, I, I'm like, I didn't want to go on this junk. <laughs> and I was like, well, I could talk about it. I think this podcast, because you know, this podcast is therapy for us. Yeah. But it's also true. an incentive to force us to do new things. Because it's like, let's just do it for the podcast. Yeah, like I found out ever since, because I used to write in my journal like every night or when I really needed to write in my journal. And ever since the podcast, I haven't written in my journal at all. And I was like, at first I was like, should I be worried because I'm not writing? But then I was like, oh, I think because every week we talk about stuff. Yeah, so I'm letting it out. Yeah. yeah. It's like, fine. So we go to see the psychic. Done. After that, uh, there was this place that we had been talking about going to for like over a year now. Um, it's this restaurant we had walked by that's near like the ladies market in Yamate. Um, where there's a photos of all these old singers from like the 70s, these Hong Kong singers. When you go inside, it's like a typical local-looking restaurant, except except there is a stage and people are singing on the stage, and it's all old people, pretty <laughs> much like people maybe in their forties up, 
Um, so we go in immediately. We're like, what? Like, everyone's like, what the fuck? Because it's like, you know, we're foreigners. So we come in and um, they immediately, we get, we get this giant bottle of beer, which is like 12 Hong Kong dollars. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Was it Blue Girl? Huh? Uh, no, it was a Sing Tao. Oh, Sing nice, Tao. nice. And, um, so to sing on stage is a hundred bucks for one song. Okay. So it is, it is pretty expensive. Yeah. You gotta choose your song wisely. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were old men and all these old men started talking like, hello, like, they, they, I guess, they were, I guess they, they were like, they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Here? They're like really nice. <laughs> right. like, hello. Yeah. Welcome. And my friend, my friend is Chinese Canadian. So they start talking to her in Cantonese and they're immediately, they're, even though they're, they're waitresses, they're like on a first name basis with her. And that kind of freaks her out a little bit. Like, what do you mean? Cause they're already like talking to her. Oh. With their first name already. Cause they, they want her money. They want money. Like, so they get these, oh. they get these song books and they're like. And I guess the way it is, like these yeah. these ladies, like they're like 40, 50 year old ladies, and they're like, and they'll sing with you on stage. Like they'll be. Like, oh, so like, I can't they, sing by myself. Um, you can if you want, but like there's like there's like, like me, there's like men singing, and if they want a woman singing with them, they'll, they'll like and you pay, you could they, they pay the ladies to sing with them. Wow. And stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So we're just first we're like we're just like in, like look at this. It's a super tacky looking restaurant. There's like Christmas lights on the wall. It's real. It's a really interesting place. So we decided to sing together at first. Um, the only it's all all this the only English songs are these all really old songs, like old songs, and not even Motown old. So I don't even know these old songs. So the only song I like do Elvis? know, Elvis? Huh? Not um, not really Elvis. They had like raindrops keep falling on my head. Wow. Okay. So like really like nursery songs. <laughs> they, they, well, they had like um, what is it? Um, what's that real road song? Uh, She'll be no, coming I, I, round mountain. I, well, I, I've, been I've been working, working on, on the, the rail, rail road. Like that was an actual song. I was like, "What? <laughs> I'm gonna go up there and sing." Is that song like five seconds long? Like, no, it's really long, actually. Oh, really? But it's like for children. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's right, right. Like, yeah. Hmm. They have some Beatles songs, but okay. But then they had um, John Denver on Country Road. So it's okay. like, okay, I know that song. So okay. we sing that. So we totally destroy it. We slaughter it. Um, I, I'm actually putting up a, I put a pretty, a pretty good show on there. Like, I'm like, hey, I'm Vince, my last name, and this is my friend and her last name. We're here, like, from U.S. and Canada. We're going to rock the show. And, like, they're clapping. Like, <laughs> they're like, yay, yeah. entertainment. So we start singing. Um, the, the guy on the keyboard. He, oh, is it live? Yeah, there's a guy on the oh, keyboard. Oh, that's pretty he, he cool. Play, he plays live. So it's not like some that's CD. That's pretty track. cool. Yeah, he knows the I songs. I like that. Yeah, it's cool. So we sing, and then we go, we get drinks, we're talking all night. We're there for hours. Long time. And then we end up, we go up there, do we sing again together? I don't know if we sing again together. I think... $100, that per song, that's a lot, actually. Yeah, they, 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 that was going to be our only song at first, but then they get us to sing another one. Uh-huh, so... Um, I think I end up singing um, Bob Dylan. Is there food there? Huh? There food? Uh, we didn't get food. But is there food? Um, maybe, probably, mm. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I, I think most of the because most of the bars full of old men alcoholics like, like old elderly people because he did a giant bottle of beer for 12 bucks like at one point this old guy he falls over on his chair and oh. everyone rushes to pick him up and he's like passed out <laughs> and then all he, and he hasn't been he's just been sitting there all night just drinking oh like, god okay yeah. alright this sounds it's, like a, yeah. it's such an interesting yeah. scene like you ever want to go yeah I'm down yeah <laughs> yep. really we should go um yeah um, so 
I ended up I ended up singing with one of the ladies who works there. Um, I I sing um, "Blowing in the Wind" by Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. which I know that song really well, mm-hmm. so I did pretty good. Mm-hmm. So at the end, I was like, "All right, good night, Hong Kong. Good night, Yamate. I love you." They're all there, so it was pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah, we leave around maybe four thirty a.m. Yeah, and that was that was a crazy. That was like. One of the I just top, realized I realized I was like, oh, Vince hung out with old people like all weekend, <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> Forty plus. One shot, yeah, the one shot. Yeah, I honestly feel like, don't you feel like at heart? I mean, okay, no, I'm you're old pretty, at heart. No, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're young at heart. But if you think about it, those old people are young at heart, right? It's like fucking. They're there. They're first of all, they're alcoholics. They stay there till like four thirty. They're like sixty years old. That's I want that to be. I want that to be my life when I'm that old. I want to be with my friend. I want my friends who are still alive and we're just getting drunk. So it's like they're kind of they're young at heart too. But I feel like lifestyle wise, we're pretty like old. Because I enjoy doing what old people like to do, which is like nap, you know, and watch shows. Yeah. And eat food. If you had a front porch, you'd just sit there. I would sit there and just stare at people. I would sit and hang out. I like to read, you know, well, the only difference is I really enjoy playing Pokemon, but I'm sure the, when I'm old in the future, actually, I so look forward to turning old because then I can play video games like endlessly, you know, hopefully yeah. I won't have to work and I could just sit there and just play whatever. Yeah, I honestly, yeah, the idea of turning old doesn't bother me. Like what? I'm 27 now. So I'm, I'm three years from 30. 30, maybe because it's still three years away. Yeah. Well, I'm turning 28. Two, two years two, away, About actually. two years away. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really scare, like, it doesn't, maybe maybe when I get there, we'll, but at this point, it's like, ah, I feel like at bad. this point, I'm like, just, you know, might as well. And so my, like, at I, this point, 26 to, to 29 is like the same. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. 20, I feel like 27. Okay, no, no, no. 28, 29, like, who gives a shit about those ages? Yeah. 26 is kind of like, you're, because 25 is like, oh, shit, halfway you're, you're through. Right. That's like the one year you're in your, mid, you're in your mid-20s for so that yeah. one year. 26, at first I thought it was going to be a bullshit year, but it's like, oh, no, you're still kind of like, I'm still kind of young. You're clinging on to, like, mid-20s. 27, you're still mid-20s-ish on the cusp. 28, 29, late 20s. You're old. You're, like, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah. Just might as well be 30 years old. Yeah. And I, I don't care. I, I would t- I'm so excited to turn 30 because I know when I'm 30, I'm going to be so fucking cool, you know? So, bring it I on. I really don't have any regrets. Like, my 20s have been awesome. Like, I, I have no regrets. I've done I everything I've wanted to do in my 20s, I've done. And, and I think it's just only to get better. Yeah, same. So. I feel like my life has just been getting better. So, 20s. Started out shitty, ending pretty great, you know? And, um, yeah, so 30 should be pretty cool. I think my 50s are going to be really depressing. That's where the darkness is I feel like, for me, um, maybe 40. 40. 40s, because I'll be like, 30s, yeah, and then 40s is like a lull. And then 50s is probably when I'm like, oh, like, starting it up again, woo! (laughs) And then from that point on, it'll be awesome. And then you're going to die. 50 until death. Until death. It'll be fucking cool. Yeah, and then we'll just be old people going to like bars oh, and getting drunk uh, and playing RDS. But I have to say, old people in Hong Kong have it mixed. Old people in the states, I don't think they live like that. They're, I feel like it's divided, right? Because you do see 
old ass people doing labor stuff and you, I feel so bad for them because they don't really have a retirement age. So you see the old, like I swear, like 80 year old women with hunchbacks hauling like massive loads of cardboard or whatever they're doing and like stuff that I would be like, fuck, I'm so glad I don't have to lug that shit around, you know? So I think there are these old people that can't, I think if they can afford to not work, they've got it, you know? Because I think in, uh, I noticed in Asia, the nightlife is pretty big, you know, people stay up late, but it's like, if you can't, if you're like a worker forever, then you're kind of fucked. Cause I, yeah, it's like, so today, right after the junk boat, there were these two old women, like just kind of waiting at our, by our boat. And I just thought they were like this two old women hanging out, you know, but right when, um, the people on our boat started like taking out our trash and trash bags on, and they were just dumping it onto the side. The women just immediately started going there and organizing it and looking through stuff. They were about like 70 to 80 years old. Like my grandparents at that point, they were retired. You know, they were like, okay, cool, whatever. And so you're just like, that sucks. Like they're so freaking old and they're still doing this stuff. But I feel like if they're, you know, fortunate enough to not be able to do that, then they've got it made. Yeah. That, that, all right. Well, since we're getting, st- we're bringing it to the dark level. Oh, we're coming. Okay, all we're right. getting to the dark level. Okay. Um, you wanted to introduce a new segment for the show. I did, but now I'm like, I don't remember. You don't remember? Uh, how do you not remember? I remember the segment, which is basic. So I was going to introduce a segment called "What did I cry about this week?" Yeah. Because I cry a lot, apparently, and I thought it'd be funny and interesting to laugh at my yeah exactly i mean what is it misery loves comedy right yes but at this point i really don't remember why i cried on like tuesday but i did kind of cry yesterday all right let's bring that up okay all right maybe i'll remember why oh i I do remember why you cried why because you stuck a roller derby yes okay well, you didn't have to say it like that. Well, you're, I'm quoting your words. You're the one who said Okay, I so what it. happened? I, okay, maybe, okay, because you, you cried because you said you were having a hard time. Yes, that's what I, that's, that's more or less what I meant. So, okay, so it was Monday. No, Wednesday. Monday. Whatever. One of those days. So we had practice. And um, at this point, I mean, I love roller derby. It's my dream, you know. So I knew this would happen. But so for since this since we've been skating together for about a year, um, I would say the first. When you say we, not me and you. No, no, no. I mean me and yeah, the roller derby league. Um, Maybe for the first eight months, we've just been working on skill technique stuff. So like learning how to stop, learning how to do certain techniques and stuff like that which is stuff I'm more or less comfortable with because it's not competitive because the thing is I always say I'm not a competitive person the truth is I'm actually so competitive to the point where I'm a sore loser that's why I don't like competition because I tend to lose and then I tend to get really sad so but this is even this isn't even coming into like winning and losing at this point this is about me as an athlete so um yeah so we so we're just you know working on our techniques and, you know, I could see all the other girls excelling. They're, like, passing stuff. You know, they can do it. So at this point, they're like, okay, we're all ready to basically start to scrimmage, which is to play practice games. Actually start pushing each other. Start to shove each other. Start to, you know, jam and block and all that stuff. And knowing this is around, knowing this is happening, I've been I've been getting less confident because, first of all, I can't skate fast. I'm very, I'm afraid of corners. I can't skate fast at all, you know. Like, every time I try to skate really fast, I just... I literally, like, catapult. Like, I can't control my movements. I just, you know. And 
this I have this is not the first time I cried, I, but this is the first time I like I broke down. So what happened was we had a practice bout and um they're like, "All right, we're going to practice jamming." And um so first I was I'm a blocker. And I was like, "Okay, I, I know I would never be a jammer is basically if you're the fastest skater, you're a jammer. Blockers are just people who kind of yeah, block, right? So I know I'm going to be a blocker, but I'm still nervous because we're when we play our, when we're like practicing, we're more, more, more serious than we are when we're just like, you know, bullshitting. Yeah. Not bullshitting, but this is, we're practical before we're just practicing techniques, then we can kind of be really slow and gentle, but this is like, okay, practicing before real, you know? So we're going to be a bit more aggressive. So at this point, I'm just terrified. I'm just terrified. And I know how the game works, but I just forget, you know? So when we're skating around, I just, I didn't know what was going on. I was just confused. So I wasn't, I didn't do my job and I kind of got yelled at and already I was like trying not to cry. And it was before we even started like practicing, I was already on the verge of tears because I was just so nervous. So then they're like, all right, you know, Paige, now you're going to be the jammer. I was like, fuck, you know, this is (laughs) great. So, so we're skating, we're skating. And you know what? I just couldn't catch up. I could not catch up to them. I'm just, just for me, it just chasing and chasing and skating as fast as I could finally when I did catch up I'm so exhausted I can't break through the pack I just cannot everyone's blocking me you know so and everyone's screaming at me do this do that I just I'm just like all I was thinking about was don't fall don't fuck it up you know just stay skating so of course the other jammer from the other team she makes it through so they win and immediately I just couldn't I just couldn't hold it and I just skate off to the side and start crying and I even though I cry a lot I actually I I hate crying in public I never cry in public I remember in elementary school kids cried in public well cried all the time in school and there were moment many times where I wanted to do that but I'm like no there's, I'm, there's shame in crying yeah I'm very prideful I will not cry and I took pride in that you know but so I was crying not just because I was defeated and hated myself, but also because I was like, fuck, I'm crying in public. This is embarrassing. I'm a grown-ass woman crying. And one skater came by, and she's like, you know, like, get down on one knee. Like, just take deep breaths. And that made me cry even harder, you know? Because I was like, fuck, now she's kind of, she's, like, trying to comfort me, and I feel bad. And so I was just crying. And then I just couldn't stop. And then um, some people came over to comfort me, you know? And after I felt better, like, I went I took one, like, I guess one round off to ref, but then I was back in later, and I think they chose an, an exercise that was less crazy, <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, so that was my first, that, it was my first, I would say, breakdown in public in a real, I think maybe the first time. I don't think so I've ever done a breakdown like that. There was two things that happened. Did they comfort you, or did they awkwardly, like back away as you cry okay so there were two kinds I mean there's two kinds of people the people who do comfort you and the people who don't know how to deal with people who cry which is I am the second type and I actually I am the second type as well when people start crying I don't know what to do I just but I'll be nice I won't be like get away but I'll like wait till they're kind of calm down just like hey are you okay I'll pat you in the back hey that's and that's me you know and I think that's why I don't like to cry in public because I don't know how to deal with people who do that so when I do that I just feel like a burden. Like right now, people have to comfort me, and they, because I think because I don't know how to comfort people, I think it's a fake gesture. So I feel like people are being fake towards me, even though I know they're not. Like they're really going out of their way to be nice and make me feel better and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually I 
actually relate to people who don't <laughs> do that. Um, yeah, so I, I think actually now thinking back, this is besides like when I was in preschool, my first day of preschool where I broke down crying. Why? Because my mom like she dropped me off and I was like, what the fuck? And I started crying. Besides that, I can't remember a time where I broke down crying. Or maybe when I was in kindergarten, like when I was super young, I remember in kindergarten, I like fell Maybe I didn't even cry, you know. I was just like, fuck, I, like, ripped my tights. I'm bleeding, you know. But I don't like to do that. So I think, yeah, I hope not to do And I was at this point where I was like, oh, shit, what if every week I do this? That'd be so So you had, a, but you had a cry yesterday as well? Yesterday was weird. It wasn't really a cry. It was like I wanted to cry. I actually didn't sleep. Okay, so the fucked up thing was, so, um, so Friday night, Friday came, I came home pretty early. Like, for a Friday night, I was like, what, like? No, 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 like one thirty or whatever, right? And I st- ended up staying up till 5.30 playing Pokemon. Went to bed, woke up at like one thirty, and then, you know, play Pokemon. I seriously just play Pokemon all day. And I was like, fuck, I have to wake up early for this junk tomorrow. I need to sleep early. I go and get dinner at 8, come back, immediately knock out. Because I have this tendency now, right when I, after I eat, I just fall asleep. And I was trying so hard not to because I want to sleep at a normal time. Wake up at midnight, so I nap for three hours, and I'm like, shit, okay, I have to shower, so just get ready, you know? And then I could be in bed by two, but I just could not fall asleep. And I was trying my meditation techniques, did not work. Didn't go to bed until maybe almost six. Nice. (laughs) Just kidding. No! (laughs) And I was just like, I was, and I was, at this point, when I can't sleep, I stress out even more. I'm like, fuck, you know, I have to wake up, I'm so fucking tired to be up at 8.30, I ended up, you know, I woke up and everything was fine. But I think that's why I'm so, I took three naps on the boat because I was just so tired and stuff like that. Um, and But anyways, at one point, I was just, I couldn't sleep because I was like really sad and confused. But why were you sad though? I realized why I was sad because. Let's get to the, let's get to the core of let's this. Let's get to the core of this therapy session. So basically, I realized I don't know how to deal with having a lot of people in my life. So. Before moving to Hong Kong, actually my whole life, I only had at most like four friends. Like I had like four friends. People, you know, that's all I needed. And, and like four if, friends. If you were going to make a new friend, you'd be like, all right, this position is filled right now. If this friendship gets a little rocky, I'll let you know when it's opening. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so from pretty much all my life, I had like one or two friends and then I slowly accumulated more friends. So in high school, I had like four friends. In college, I had seven friends big deal like and then, like it was no it was a big deal for me seven friends almost 10 friends you know or were they all in the same circle too no they weren't okay. i think they were different circles and then um in college it was weird like i would basically would have one friend each term i don't like i would have a friend and then we would like not be friends it's anymore. Pretty, all right this yeah. semester's over so and i just it was just like that i just like and we like never talked again stuff like that i had one friend that kind of dri- stayed on for the whole time. And then right when we graduated, poof, gone, you know? And I was, like, totally fine with that. Um, post-college, I made some more friends, but I dropped, like, those original four. So I went back to, like, seven friends, you know? Then moving here, it kind of changed things. First of all, all those friends I had made, they're, like, now not with me anymore. So I need new friends. And actually, for the first two years, you were my only friend. And I was okay with it because I was comfortable with just having less than, like, like a, you know, one to five friends. That's, like, 
my comfort level. Yeah. Actually, for me, one to two friends, really close friends, that's my comfort level. The five, if it was up to five, it would be like they were kind of a not acquaintances, but good friends, but not like best friends, you know. So suddenly, starting, I would say this year, I mean, a lot had to do with roller derby. And then just kind of being more social. So I started to have social groups, which I have never in my life had to deal with. And then these social groups, I'm not particularly close to anyone. I would like to, but I'm not sure, you know, but I see them as these large amounts of people. And suddenly there's like so many people. And I just don't, my brain is just like, okay, we're full up. Like, what do you want me to do with all these bodies? Like these, you know, faces, everything, you know, like, I don't know how to, like, I like them. I just don't know how to deal with it. So I think this whole weekend, actually, I think Friday, I was so excited for a roller derby gig, but it was the first time where it kind of hit me that, because I remember, so after the gig, we were supposed to go out. I thought we were doing like a roller derby bonding session. So I was like, okay, I'll go to this thing. But then at last minute, several girls dropped out. And so it turned out to be like two roller derby girls and their friends. And at this point, I was like, okay, this is not really... A roller derby event anymore it's more just a friend adding i'm i'm very aware of how tired i am i just need to, to leave I'm, i have no more capacity for socializing anymore and so saturday was supposed to be me chilling and which i did but when i couldn't have fall asleep all i could think about was like what's what's going on because the next day i had to deal with a complete new set of people and that's why I, today i didn't really socialize i kind of in the i mean I talked to some people, you know, it was fine. I don't think I was that awkward, but in the end of it, I'm like, okay, I'm going to forget about these people. I just can't, like, unless they come back in my life again where I'm like, okay, I'm seeing you enough times to be like, we should be friends, but it's just like, I can't, I'm full up. Like, I don't know what to do. And, and it sounds weird. It sounds like I don't want friends in my life. I do, but I just feel like it's just a lot. Like, I just, I think this is just a new phase and I'm just trying to deal with it. Also, I I did. Well, you you do feel like you felt that extra pressure on Friday too because you were combining friends from different circles. A bit because I was like I wanted to hang out with you, but I didn't want you to feel pressure hanging out with my other friends. That's why when I first thought it was a roller derby event, and you were like, "Oh, okay. I told you," and you were like, "Okay, I'm gonna go then," and I was like, "Okay, cool." And then when it was like, "Oh no, it's not," then I was like, "I don't want to be with them. I want to hang out with you," you know. Yeah. And then I just. That actually stressed me out so much. That's kind of saying worlds colliding. And it's, it's hard. And it's just, and I think a lot of it too is just I wasn't in the mood to, so I think if I was totally in the mood to socialize, I would have done it. But I, and I realized like, um, I can't de- really deal with people who are like super, super hyper and bubbly when I'm not there. It's like, I cannot deal with it. At all. It's like being the sober person at the drunk party. Yes. It's the same thing. And I didn't dislike anyone. I just just couldn't deal with it. I just was, it was stressing me out. I think actually this whole weekend, even the junk, the junk was stressful in the sense of having to socialize. But other than that, I tried very hard to, like there were mo- I, like there were moments where I just didn't talk to anyone for hours. Even if we'd be in the same space, I was just on my, taking a nap, staring at the open sea, you know, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to have my moment, you know, I need this moment to me, like, I, this is me at the social event, I made it this far, but I'm going to just do me right now, I just need this space, and everyone was super chill, so they were like, mm. like, even if, I don't think anyone would be like, well, that girl was really weird, maybe, but, who was that girl in the corner, yeah, but even if they were, it's like, whatever, I'm probably never going to see you again, yeah. and I just, I seriously just needed that space, and, um, and I think I'm starting to, I think I'm definitely back in <laughs> 
back into my introverted space, you know? So I need, to, I'm just trying to ha deal with it. Like, how do I deal with being social and having these social groups and not wanting to not hang out? Because I still enjoy company, but also maintain my own, like, solidarity or yeah. whatever, right? And Your own no freedom. Thing. Yeah. And I think that's what I've been missing. Like, I feel like I've been saying yes to so many things that I need to start... And in the beginning it was fine because I was getting to know these people. But now I'm like, okay, I know you guys now. And now you get, need to know this side of me, which is, I, yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I seriously, I was thinking, and I was at this point where I was like, I almost want a week off of, like, life. I mean, obviously I can't take a week off of work, but I almost, I want to get take a week off of, like, social obligations almost. Because I just need to, like, it's like detox. I just feel like my brain is, like, stuffed, you know? Social detox. Everyone needs that. Yeah. I think. I, I just do it. I, I, if I don't want to hang out, I'll just be like... I, I think I've already... For me, I've got to that point where I'm fine telling people to be like, I don't want to hang out. And I'm actually, done. I learned a lot of that from you. From when I first met you. Because you would decline things. And I was like, oh, you just say no. Like, I could do that too. You know? <laughs> I could just yeah. say no. And so I have been saying no more often. And it feels great. Yeah. yeah. Even at work, like, I, I, I offend some of my coworkers. Just, I might say, like, 40s in a row, like, no, I don't want to have lunch with you guys. No, I don't want to have lunch with you guys. No, I'm going to go read. I don't want to do it. And it's like, well, you know what? I don't give a fuck if you get offended. I, 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 especially if it's a stressful day, I need my time yeah. to, like, recharge. Yeah, for sure. So that was, those were your two cries of the week. Yes. Well, and the second was, oh. Your mini, your mini cry. Your mini tear session. What was yours? Well, I, don't, I didn't cry this week, okay. but I did judge people this week. All right, bring it on. So there are two people... That I judged this week. First person that I judged is also an update on the Starbucks girl saga. Mm. Wait, did you save this for the pot? Did you tell me already, or you're saying, or did you I, 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 I told you, I told you half of it. Ah, so early, so where we last left off on the last was this? That was the last episode where I talked about it, right? I yeah, think it, so. was. Yep. Yep. it was. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. Where the ball was in my court to message her again, and mm -hmm. I was hoping that I would never hear from her. Well, that did not happen. She, of course, messaged me again. Um, I think it was earlier this week where she asked if I wanted to go do what with her? For China. Oh, yes. About traveling. This is the crazy thing. It's like, it's like, okay, if I liked somebody and they were from, first of all, they're not even, okay, first of all, I would not even be doing this. But even if I just met this person, I wouldn't be like, hey, want to go to like Italy together? It would yeah. be like, hey, do you want to like, I don't know, go to the library or hey, do you want to go to the coffee shop down the street? You know, like. <laughs> Anyways, I mean to be fair, on the date I did be like, "Hey," like she was like, "We should go to China together," and I was like, oh, "Yeah." So I didn't say no straight up, but I, I don't think anybody, I think a normal person wouldn't take that seriously, or they wouldn't even push it later, right? Like, I don't know, man. I think if you're really into somebody, you your your judgment is yeah. definitely clouded because I have liked people where they'll no, but even if they say stuff, I kind of take it with a grain of salt. I'm like, uh, I kind of hope you mean it but i kind of don't think you mean it either and i won't really push it yeah because i have a feeling it's they just didn't mean it so i told her i told her oh actually i don't know if i want to go to china now i might want to go to mongolia i just said i'll go to mongolia maybe or taiwan i don't know and and then she said something oh i will i would want to do that too but that takes more planning i just replied yep and that was the end of the conversation couple days come by and then she messaged me again yesterday asking hey do you want to go see the fire dragon for the mid-autumn festival so again 
I you invited me out to another thing after I said no to the other thing. So it's like again. He just really likes yeah. you. And so I was just I cannot take a hint. So I was pretty much, oh, where is it? And I was hoping she'd say Victoria Park, so that's where I do not want to go. Um But she said it a place that you really want to go. But she said no, she said, Oh yeah, it's gonna be in Victoria Park. Uh. So I was like, ha! I don't like crowds. So no thank you. And so she was like, okay. Um actually I do plan on going to some uh, I, I do want to go to some mid-autumn festival stuff. Uh-huh. If you want to go with me, um, I, I want to go to both because this is my last mid-autumn festival yeah, in true. Hong Kong. So, actually, I've never been to one actually. Yeah, so I want to. So I want to go to both. Um, two of them. I want to go Monday tomorrow night. Monday tomorrow's pretty much a Friday because there's like no work on Tuesday. Yeah. There's gonna be one in Po Fam. Uh huh. Po Lam. Po Lam. Uh huh. Lam Po. I don't Maybe know. I go. I don't know. And then Tuesday. There's going to be one in a typo. I'll definitely, I'll go to the one on Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah, cool. because Monday, I need to check if we have roller derby. I think we might not have it, but I kind of, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm tired. But, um. They're at night anyway, so there's like fireworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I might, I'll probably, I don't want to go to two. I'll go to one. Cool. And I might go bike riding in a day and then take the bus to typo. But that's optional for it if you want to go to that. Okay. Like, like you could just meet me there. Okay. Whatever. But um, yeah, I, I've been, I've, every year actually I've always wanted to go to the, the so I've always hated going to the Victoria Park ones because it's so crowded. Uh, yeah. And I've always, and last year I was looking at like the, like the New Territories ones. I'm like, oh, well, I'd rather go there. Yeah. It seems cooler. It'd be more local. Like, it'd be more mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. So, to, to, so, to, so tomorrow and Tuesday, I'm definitely going to go check those out. Um, I am not going to go to any of those with the Starbucks girl. And so for that, I judged her for asking me. So, but then, so she just hasn't replied yet. She's going to reply. Well, she just said, oh, yeah, I heard. She's replied like, oh, yeah, I remember you said you hate crowds. And that's it. Yeah. I think she's getting it. Yeah. Let, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. If she asked If me, not, you should just, I think you should just, just cut this, like, just But the saga, it. this should isn't this good for the podcast? It's, it, I just feel like I I just want her to be gone. You like know, maybe I should just say like maybe I should You know what would be good for the podcast? If you cut her out, tell her the truth and see how she deals with it. Just link her she the, says. Maybe just link her the podcast. Like I said earlier, like this is link her. No, I think you should tell her. I think you should you should uh break it down for her. What or what if what, what if I or, do you think I should like test the waters and be like Oh, actually, I'm going on a date to to fire Jenny just to see what happens. No, because that's totally messing with her at this point. All right. And I think it's kind of like, unless, I mean, if you do want to be evil. <laughs> no, I just want to. Then don't. I yeah. just, if you don't want to be evil. Should I just randomly delete her and block her? Okay. See, that for me is more acceptable than totally either like lying to her kind of. Because then that's kind of, then at this point it's like kind of mean, you know? But if you delete her, that's mean too. But at least you're like. That's like you don't have to deal with like seeing you know I don't know you don't have it's almost like you don't have to it's like adding salt to the wound you know what I mean that's is just, there a wound or is she blind to the wound maybe there isn't a wound yeah but if you delete her that would be oh. like the wound right but if you were to be like oh I'm going on a date that's like sprinkling that maybe, salt maybe I should like initiate something like be like hey I'm just thinking you deleted me on Facebook a couple months ago what's up with that. <laughs> Really? Are you gonna Should do I do that? that? No, that's so petty. Then I can like just no. I can no. I'm before, I won't delete her. I'll just ask her just to ask why, just to get the truth. Do you really want to know? I mean, I'm pretty sure I know why because eh, of the photos. Yeah. But it would be cool. It would be cool just to put her at the spot. That, but that sounds kind of like mean, though. That's kind of like it's like 
for her it would be like torture really yeah because it's like because you could clearly if you want to i could be like this is elephant in the room that we didn't mention before. But the thing is, it's only if you really, truly care. Which you don't. So you're only no. doing it for your own amusement. Which is pretty mean. It's cruel. Not mean, it's cruel. I mean, if you want to be cruel, All go right, right fine. ahead. Alright, fine. I'm not a cruel person. Yeah, go right All ahead. Right. Like, that's why I would prefer you deleting. Because that's, that's like, not nice. But at least it's like, okay, this is enough you know for you but if you like for if it's like enough for you yet you choose to engage and it's kind of like well then you're pretty much kind of being an asshole and you're leading her on in a way because you're feeding her and she's not thinking clearly so she's taking anything and you know what i mean so it's just like either cut her either cut her out by deleting her or just telling her hey like i I know like i'm just not interested that, if you wanted that would be an appropriate way to engage i would say i should i should just be straight up honest like you, hey yeah. like, like if you want to engage yeah. that's the way like that don't would be like i should be like hey i'm i just don't want to date you so stop asking me out yes like if you if there's any way you want to engage that would be it because it would your intentions are clear that's the truth you're not messing with her if you're like hey i want to know why you do that's like first of all you're being so petty and kind of like manipulative and stuff just because you're bored you know and because i've been on the other end where you could tell guys just are like they're just bored yeah, so they're, you, have you ever pestered someone to like non-stop though until like no there you go well sometimes in a way she kind of deserves to be tortured a little bit no one deserves to be tortured <laughs> i think hitler yeah, Hitler's but she's not that. Hitler. <laughs> all right. She's not Hitler. Come on. <laughs> I'm just, right. She's just a crazy okay. woman. Anyways, <laughs> we've devoted enough podcast time to this girl. Creature. <laughs> <laughs> this beast. Um, second person I judged was before, was last night, before my friend and I went to the psychic. You know how they have all those like stands that, that sell like um, bracelets and dildos and uh-huh. stuff outside? Uh-huh. It's like this weird outside little market area. Uh-huh. So there's this old guy selling like little friendship bracelets. Uh-huh. And my friend's like, oh, remember with these back in the day? And so she's talk- she talks to him in Cantonese, like asking him about it. And then-, and then he turns around, looks at me, speaks in English. They're handmade. I made them myself. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, why is he talking to me? I didn't even ask him about it. Uh-huh. And-, and then like, he's like, and he's like, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from L.A., and then um, my friend gets offended. She's like, "Why well, aren't you could ask where I'm from?" And then, like, <laughs> but then she walks away, and and he's like, "LA, well, and, and LA." I'm like, "Yeah, Los Angeles." Like, I know what that means. What part? It's like, oh, you know. It's like, it's like oh, West Covina. Have you heard of it? And he's like, "Of course, I've heard of West Covina. I lived in Azusa for 21 years." <laughs> <laughs> Azusa's another small town. It's like right next to West Covina. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, why are you so defensive, dude? Why are you so angry? Yeah, of course I know. And I'm like... <laughs> and I'm was he like, like grumpy looking too when you say this? Or was he like smiling? He was grumpy looking. He was mad. And Does he not want to sell shit? I, yeah. Like, well, you know what? Okay. And then he's like, have you ever been to the West Covina dump? And I'm like, the dump there? And I'm like, um, no... Um, like, no, why would I, uh, like, 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 why would I have went to the dump? Like, why would I go to a dump? And at this point, my friend's putting this paper. He's, he, that's stapled on his, um, on his little shop board. It's like, I'm we fucking no, nuts. It, it, says, it says, North Californian conspiracy. So obviously he's like a conspiracy theorist. Oh, God. <laughs> and like, it's insane. And then he's like, 
he's like, Hablo Espanol? And then I'm like, oh no, no, I'm only half Mexican. He's like, oh. And then, and so, and then I'm like, I'm like, I'm like calm down, dude. Like, and then, and then I, it's like, okay, bye bye. Like, he ends it. Like, and, then my fr- and, then, and then, and then my, and then my friend is like, oh, don't you want to ask where I'm from? I guess, I guess that really bothered her. Like, yeah. And then he's like, from here. And she's, and she's like, yeah, I knew it. It's like, just kidding. I'm from Canada. It's like, oh. And that was it. And I was that like, was what? actually a funny encounter. Yeah. To me. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? Um, and then the, we, we saw the psychic for like 30 minutes and we were walking back and his, his stand was gone. Like, he was like, he packed up. That's strange. Yeah. I think um, it was a ghost. Yeah, I don't know. He was obviously really uh, weird. Well, okay. If you had, I mean, like you lived in the States for 21 years, you probably had like a business or, no, maybe raising his kids there. And he had to come back here and sell dildos and friendship bracelets. Yeah, but it's like, it's like, yeah, but it's like. <laughs> You just have to be so defensive. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, of course I've heard of Azusa. Like, I don't know how long he's been there. And it's like, yeah. just be like, yeah, dude, I, I know Azusa. On, I uh, like, so, you know what? I think, I really think Hong Kong makes people dicks. Like, especially if you have to sell shit or service people. Like, you well, just become well, they dicks. Hate, well, they hate service. They hate, if you notice, like, the young people who, who work service jobs, they feel like they're so above it. So they hate it. Like, yeah. they're like, oh. Like, I have to say, like, they feel like they they don't really, like, oh, I don't belong. I should. Yeah, and I just. Well, some people. And I, because I noticed I don't want to generalize. I just noticed that, like, people are just really, really cranky and yeah. stuff. And I think, I feel like being here, I've definitely, you know, we've talked about this many times. I've gotten more rude and stuff like that. So imagine this guy, you know, he's moved back here and sell shit on, like, the streets in Mongkok in the heat of summer. I would love, that would be, that would be fun. But like, he sounds like a pessimistic person and he's obviously a conspiracy and he's, and he's crazy yeah. i think bottom line he's and, insane. and for some reason he's obsessed with the the, the trash dump in azusa <laughs> if you think okay aside from him being super we should google, rude, i'm gonna should google that i'd be like what is there aside from being super rude and stuff it is kind of an it's i mean okay where we're from it's not like it's not super common so when someone because we generally say oh we're from la because if i said like where i was really from you know, people are like, where the fuck is that? You know, so I think it's interesting that Azusa's like right next to West Covina. Yeah, yeah. It could have been a cool conversation, but turns out, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mean. You think about it. So, yeah. yeah, those are the two people that I judge this week, and I hate them, and I hope they die. Um. So we are at one hour and six minutes in the podcast. Ooh. So I think we're gonna start wrapping it up. Okay. Um. It is September, and I believe it is. Um. September, the official breakfast month. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Wait, let me just do it. September is also my birth month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's my birthday coming up. I'm going to do a really cool thing. I'm going to, um, my goal for my birthday is to rent out a tram. They have Mm -hmm. these birthday trams, or not birthday trams, party trams, where you can take a tram, it goes all around Hong Kong Island, and they just serve food there, and you just party. That's what I want to do. And that is awesome. Yes. And that will be a future podcast. It will but be. But more importantly right now, I, I just Googled it. Um, it is the official national breakfast month. Which is great, because I love... As I don't and I don't eat breakfast, but I love breakfast food. As I'm sure most yeah. people do. I mean, we had pancakes. I mean, you got... Well, I had French, to go cheese. I had French toast. You had French toast, and I had pancakes the night now before. Now I feel obligated to go to Flying Pan. Because <laughs> After this national... Now, it's na- now I feel like I should get pancakes. That is the celebration for the month. But so people know. go out there, um, order pancakes and cereal and toast and eggs, scrambled eggs. And 
and bacon. Yeah, and if if you if you and if you're in Asia, eat congee congee and macaroni soup. Ma- macaroni soup. Gross, but and eat that. if you're like in Japan, eat rice with whatever with egg with egg, I guess tamago. If you're in Canada, eat bacon, bacon. Canadian bacon, Canadian bacon and maple yeah. syrup. If you're in Mexico, a breakfast burrito. If you're in um. If you're in... Wait, this is National Breakfast Month, not Worldwide oh, Breakfast shit. Month. Okay, so if you're in... You know, fuck, eat, eat fucking American breakfast. Because they're the best breakfast in the world. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Sure. Oh, traitor. All right. No, Fine. I was like, sure. <laughs> but... It's, I just read it. It's, it's National Breakfast Month. Not but, I mean, worldwide. where do pancakes come from? They don't come America. from... America. They don't come, they come from, from America. Di- from IHOP. No, I feel like they come from um, probably Sweden. Well, eat Lucky Charms for every day. No, eat Pop-Tarts. Hello, Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. Or eat whatever you, no, eat whatever eat you whatever want. Eat whatever you want for breakfast. Yeah, you know what? But just... Because you know what? Appreciate. The world is America, and America is the world. So if <laughs> you want to eat kanji, do it. <laughs> Yo, that's Al- true. Also, you know... Send us a message on our Tumblr, mutuallyawkward.tumblr.com. Um, like us. Like or, us. Oh, well, we don't have a Facebook. No, but no, but you can like us. Follow us on Tumblr. And then rate us. Rate us. On iTunes. Rate us, rate us four to five stars. Yes. Write us a review. A good review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we will be back next week with episode lucky number seven. Woohoo. Coconut Grove is a very small cove separated from the sea. Shifting shawl We didn't realize That we had arrived At high tide High tide